0: name the podcast game ken and mila are
1: the unacceptable podcast hello everybody and welcome hey,
0: hey, 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 hey.
1: today it the is the
0: greatest hour of your week
1: yeah it is and we know that that's the case um Today it's just us. We've been having guests for like weeks on end. And, uh, oh my God. And uh, we've platformed, uh, we've given a platform to too many
0: uh, problematic voices. Too many radical leftists. (laughs) Too many (laughs) postmodern neo-marxists. Oh
1: my God. Ah! I think Ben would be very offended if you called him a postmodernist um yeah no but we we, we had a Kiva, we had who's no, a, a libertarian voice uh we're looking for a Trump supporter to come on just for fun so well
0: I know I had a specific friend who's really impressed me recently with the quality of his discourse who's a Trump supporter mm-hmm. and so I wanted them to come and on he's he Canadian
1: concerned. that is some like self-sacrifice because in Canada right now there's some tariffs due to Trump so even the conservatives i know here are pissed because of the limited free trade uh that's went on so if you're a trump supporter in Canada you are really uh in it for the for the bit and in it for, uh in a deep and uh probably meaningful sense oh, um,
0: i wouldn't want to put words in anybody's mouth
1: Okay. I was trying to be like complimentary in a way. But it's kinda hard. I don't know. Yeah,
0: okay, fair enough. I don't really
1: like have respect for any American establishment people. I wanted
0: to get him. Oh what the fuck bug is that? Every time we start (laughs) recording,
1: Ken has a Ken there's like some weird bug in Ken's room.
0: It's a good thing my roommate's not home. But uh wow i think this is called a carpet bug okay um but i'm should we segue nicely into my montreal report
1: yeah yeah so we both have personal reports this week for you guys let's hear hear about your montreal report
0: ken um i might be coming home Ooh. I might I support <laughs> okay, it. Thank you. I might not just resign myself to being like totally an, an economic failure.
1: That's so why you guys uh, going to subscribe to the Patreon and support Ken.
0: My tits are looking so big right now. In the pro-
1: Are they bigger than mine cuz then I'm going to be like <laughs> I'm going to be a bit upset.
0: Um tell me your secrets. I don't know if I've <laughs> I don't know if I, yeah, no. We'll have season two of the Unacceptable Podcast. We'll go deeper on the tits. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Everything I can do here, I can do better at home. Yeah. As long as I don't like. And the
1: weather yeah. here is much nicer.
0: Yeah, the humidity is fucking me up.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: do have to run an experiment where I, I'm going to try and see if I can stay in the park for like as many nights as possible with my guitar and just bust during the day. Like it's like my kind of like not to be disrespectful to the community, but my homeless experiment.
1: Right, yeah. Well, oh, you could wow. just say you're doing it in solidarity.
0: It's more, I'm more like a tourist, though. If you're, you're
1: raising awareness. Yeah, you're just more honest about it than other people. I think yep. a lot of... A lot of people try. to like just be like I'm I'm standing in solidarity with the homeless, and they go outside, and I'm like, you just want to try camping. They, the
0: go, they go they yeah. go outside. They get a hand job in the bush, and they're like, this is fine. This it's fine. Your brother had the great idea to run across Canada for <laughs> money for COVID, and we both thought it would like work so perfectly because I just want attention for my. I thought it'd be funny. People were like, why are you doing this? And I was like, just I just want attention for my YouTube channel. <laughs> and Ryan was like, you should you do shit. it. <laughs> I need someone like driving behind me.
1: Yeah, that's true. I, I if I wasn't inspired. starting school, maybe I would do
0: it, but I know wouldn't uh, that be the uh, funnest road trip?
1: To our listeners, uh, if you want to follow Ken in a van,
0: while if he you want to cross Canada, dri- drive. If so I burn these titties off, if you want to drive behind me on Canadian highways, this cops. Like, why the fuck are you doing this? Oh, he's promoting his YouTube channel to the
1: Oh, man. That's, yeah. I mean, whatever. But, you know, businessmen got to do what they got to do. Uh, you can say you're a,
0: you're a hardworking... are a in a suit. <laughs> suit.
1: You're a working Canadian entrepreneur. <laughs>
0: one piece of clothing from every religion, major religion <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to, raise, pro- to raise to <laughs> raise yeah. awareness
1: against uh the secularism bill in Quebec you're going to be like yeah. I'm, I'm exiting quebec wearing a burqa and a yarmulke and a cross
0: i'm committing an once. exodus <laughs>
1: <laughs> quebec exodus <laughs>
0: there you go what do they what do they they call it what do they call it what do the separatists call it quebexit
1: no that would be such a good idea but no they don't call it Uh
0: that
1: yeah um i actually don't know what like their word for it is i think they just want to separate that's that. like they just use the separatist um but, yeah, I, I had a, a funny week on Twitter, so I, like, locked my account for a bit um, because I – so that it all started with uh, this account blaming uh, uh, Americans for not electing Hillary Clinton uh, for the uh, uh, COVID crisis. And he claims that the reason why Americans did not elect Hillary Clinton is because they wanted to elect Assad. Uh, Bashar or what they wanted to help Assad in Syria because they thought Hillary is tougher uh, on on Assad than Trump I don't think that's why people voted for Trump but this guy is
0: really obsessed with Assad so that's no I thought it was pronounced Assad no
1: no yeah it's well you could say either because it doesn't really matter but yeah it's Assad Um, And he and so I I made a joke tweet and I quote tweeted him and I said little known fact is that the pangolin that had COVID was actually Assad's pet pangolin and Assad was such a cruel uh, dictator to him that the pangolin flew and escaped to China and that's how COVID started and uh, it was just a joke obviously.
0: And, and the that, guy
1: it was like, "You're making light out of the genocide of Sunnis and blah blah blah." I'm like, "Dude, like half my family's Sunni. Like, I, it's not that. Like, you're who are you? You're like a white guy named Anti White People Action. Like,
0: my what are you God. talking about?"
1: And he a was like, "Yeah." Trader. Well, he was like, "Keep dancing for them. Like, maybe they'll give you attention." As though I'm like dancing for oh, the Islamophobes, God. and I'm like. Oh my god! Like I've just made a joke about a fucking penkolin. It's not that deep. You see, um, do, you, do
0: you do you see the like? How does that boot taste? That's popular on Reddit. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> I wasn't so kissing any that. boot. No, like I, know, I, I, I no, but that's the funny part. It's like YouTube yeah. response to like. Oh uh,
1: yeah, and so so, but he has a lot of loyal followers.
0: Really, and, and yeah. you like
1: action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, And he and so they started like saying that I support genocide against Muslims and uh all this all because I made a joke about a bat. Um so I'd like to just clarify that I do not support genocide uh of any kind.
0: Against uh, any race.
1: Yes, it's a tragedy. It's a tragedy. Really, it's a tragedy.
0: Um, uh, I don't know how many people die.
1: <laughs> No, yeah, Well so <laughs> you're trying to steer this on <laughs> onto
0: the rails? Uh, think Norm McDonald bit. If you know, you know. So it's if you know, you know. Whistles. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: we're we're dog whistling and Norm McDonald fans. Um, but yeah, and right so right. so all these psychos just started flipping. Out would it be
0: Would it be below us to like go on Twitter and like giggle at some things that he said? Anti white action has said.
1: Oh no, I think that's fine. Okay. He, uh, he, I mean, I blocked him because I think he's, I just didn't want him to keep, like, putting people my way. He's also really uh, anti-Ben, uh, who's a f- friend of the pod, Ben. Uh, so he, uh, I think he calls him uh, Islamophobe, genocide denier as well. He always kind of does that. Um, this is my favorite tweet by him. I saw Amy Klobuchar. During the "say cheese" part of the picture, I said "drone Assad." She said "drone Assad." What? Then I looked right at her and said "drone Assad." Please. She looked at me in the eyes and said, "I will." Don't give up hope. She'll finish him and Putin at once.
0: What? I, I okay. I'm. Just, I don't even understand.
1: Yeah, so this guy, I mean, it's weird because he, like, he gets mad at a lot of the left, but he was, like, part of the DSA for a bit.
0: Yeah, um, I don't even know. This is, explain for the listeners at home what the DSA is.
1: The Democratic Socialists of America.
0: Oh, okay. That's way less cool than it sounded at first. Yeah,
1: they're not that cool.
0: Um, okay.
1: <laughs> and, uh, and, yeah, and so he... Yeah, he basically, like, some of his stuff is just, like, you know, pro-refugee stuff, but, like, a lot of the stuff is just very, um, you know, very. it's very obsessive about Assad and calling uh, uh, other people Islamophobes and whatever. Okay, you know what?
0: I'm looking at him, and he just seems to be very very sensitive about certain things that make a lot of sense and that's way less fun to make fun of than I'd hoped so (laughs) you know what I mean you know when you look at people you really want to make fun of well I thought he was I thought he was
1: a bit like I didn't really think like I was like this can't be a real
0: well the name seems like a anti-white people action
1: yeah also like if you're white and that's your name like oh my god
0: You cringe. This is the future liberals want. (laughs) (laughs) Every day
1: we get closer. (laughs) Calling, Um, calling, uh, actual people with Muslim family, Islamophobes. Yeah, I actually think that is what they want. Um, Keep track. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was my, that was the first one, and the second one I think you'll find funny. So. I've I've been noticing that a lot of people put like their uh mental illnesses or their like traumas in their Twitter bio or oh whatever. Oh
0: god. Holy. And, fuck. and so
1: I like made fun of it and made mine like 25 politics uh, uh suicidal aquarius. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh this guy was like why don't you or or yeah like you're dunking on the suicidal kids how dare you and then i was like yeah well i'm suicidal too my friends have
0: the highest <laughs> suicidal quotient one of us will do it any day now
1: so i was like yeah actually yeah, you a... making fun of me is oppressive <laughs> This guy's been like replying to so many of my things, though. Like one, like he's like been like, "Yeah, I think you're an alcoholic." Blah blah. Like he's really been monitoring my life. Um, Oh, that's
0: funny. That's a funny. It's an oddly, it's a sweet one.
1: uh, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, like, why he always he always like come back with
0: some like. Would you call Shane McGowan an alcoholic? Would you call Dan Mm Harmon an alcoholic? How come men can get away with it? I don't know. Oh, Uh, that would be really funny.
1: Um, yeah, no. So I, I did delete the tweet because I uh, didn't want to get in trouble. But,
0: what? Uh, but look how voluminous my hair is. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not to yeah. Be <laughs> Thank Ken's, you, Ken's hair tips. I'm closer to the edge every day. Uh, how? So I have mixed feelings about this because I love. Well, no, I fucking hate Twitter, so I'm not on it, right? So I have, like, moral, I've abstained. You have the moral, moral high ground, ground. yeah. But I, I think I, I, if you're gonna be on it fighting the good fights that you fight,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it makes me sad every time you deactivate your Twitter. Oh, but I'm not also, deactivating, I just or, locked it. What does that mean?
1: Like, I just made it private so you can't retweet me, but, but then not.
0: It's not like, retreating? So I like, did retreat. I, I, I have the yeah. twin, the twin things, though, of, like, you should, for your own happiness, just not be on Twitter. Like mm, I told you, Mila. But then also, like for like the so, I just want you to own the libs for us.
1: Yeah, that is my job. <laughs> um, so I did uh, unlock again uh, okay. because I uh, I I did think, okay, yeah, I haven't owned the libs for like a day, and it's just my I'm about to explode. Um, and so i had to come back uh and uh and do it
0: okay i can rest so, easy
1: so you can rest easy um yeah so that's our personal updates i don't know if you have anything else before moving on to some some exciting news
0: do you ever get called a white knight
1: no i think Would that's that like a, a man
0: thing <laughs> yeah jordan calls me a white knight when like your cousin was getting like physically hit and i was like hey maybe that's not cool guys yeah (laughs) i don't think that's like white knighting i know that's like being a nice person i have a lot of jordan issues
1: (laughs) i think a lot of like words are given to like just like normal behavior to make the make the behavior seem like less normal than it is like it's pretty normal to like stand up for your friends and then suddenly it's become like white knight or like you know like there's all
0: my twitter persona Uh,
1: Um, yeah. So so Canada is ending the Serb.
0: Uh, Oh, that's the big news. I didn't know what the big news was. That
1: is, it's actually not great news. Um, I was a fan of the Serb, uh, but we get get one more, right? (laughs) Let's hope, please,
0: Justin. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Actually, though,
1: I, I saw this really funny TikTok of someone like strip dancing. Uh, yeah,
0: that one too. That was like funny.
1: convincing Trudeau not to arrest me for Serb fraud. um yeah. but yeah, I mean, so so they're ending the
0: Serb, but there are some MPs. Uh, they, no, but what's the cutoff date of the Serb? It's not yet. Uh, I had this I, like meltdown on the, on the podcast. <laughs> you're like, no, no, what? <laughs> no, God, <laughs> God, no.
1: Apparently, what? it wraps up this fall
0: what the fuck does that mean
1: and then there's going to be a transitional benefit ottawa will create a transitional parallel benefit similar to ei for people who don't qualify for the unemployment benefit such as contract and gig workers it will include access to training and being able to work more hours and earn more money while receiving
0: the benefit if i commit like tax fraud (laughs) Like uh but, like giggle with me, because it's if you look at the context, like but if I commit like the minorest of tax fraud, but I talk about it on the podcast in twenty years, can they like really fuck me for it if I'm like super rich, or will they just giggle, and no one will care
1: I don't know, I think like the richer you are, the less they're gonna try and mess with you, but what? like like, really? like if you're rich enough to be in bed with the government,
0: you know well my my Byronic millennial vision is I'm um, like artistically or performatively like from some kind of performance or art. Mm,
1: yeah, no, then you're fucked. Yeah, <laughs> you need to be like one of those companies that gets like subsidies from the government and stuff. Cayman
0: Island, uh, Cayman Islands, here I come. You force the, <laughs> you force the wealth, you force the wealth, wealth out of your country. It happens.
1: It's like your Serb wealth. You like put two thousand oh, yeah, dollars from your Serb check.
0: <laughs> wealth. hey, join me in this fantasy.
1: That would be a really funny, bit if like someone just made a bunch of money from the Serb, and then <laughs> yeah, they they really put it is. they put it in a Swiss bank, and they were like they were like yeah, you made me take my wealth out of the
0: country. The fascist pigs can't touch this. <laughs> They've worked like a month, and then Serb hit, and they lied. Oh,
1: yeah, I love it. Well, so so there's been some talk of uh, of a UBI in Canada. A uh, um, friend of the pod, Carl has been uh, Carl Witterquist, our uh, UBI expert, has been uh, doing some studies on whether UBI can uh, help end poverty. So he did one recently in the UK, and it showed that it was actually not as expensive to implement as people thought, and it would virtually eliminate poverty in the UK. Uh, he has not done one for Canada yet, but uh, there's uh, now a petition that's spearheaded by uh, MP Leah oh. Gazan. If there's a petition,
0: <laughs> no, no, yeah,
1: yeah. But so Leah Gazan, I...
0: yeah. Sorry. Go, no, no. Give them the facts, and then I'll make a stupid joke.
1: Okay. Well, so Leah Gazan, she's an MP in Winnipeg, and uh, she is. Uh, I, I found this motion from her uh, that was saying uh, to support a, a UBI for Canadians. Um, and she was saying the government gave 50 million, for so for bailouts, they gave 50 million to MasterCard, 12 million to Loblaws, 40 million to Blackberry. Uh, and $950 million to to supercluster Big Buzz. I don't know what that is. Uh, that sounds weird. Uh, I have
0: to Google that.
1: And so, so she was basically saying, okay, instead of giving money for these bailouts, why don't you give money to the people through a UBI? So that might be in our future
0: in Canada. Wait, didn't it amount to like 1600 per citizen or something? for ubi like the bailouts amounted to like oh yeah than. yeah yeah so i gotta hit my dad with that fact <laughs> i actually hit him with that once in the car he was like hmm that's a really good point point," and it was a really yeah nice moment. no
1: we have the money we're just putting it towards some silly things um but yeah so that might be in our future for canada uh which would be nice as I enter school because school is expensive and rent is expensive. So, um,
0: to yeah, it'd be nice. Give I me money, two, please. It'd be nice as I reached 280 pounds.
1: <laughs> Why would that have anything to do? I
0: don't know. I was trying to think about parallel career path. <laughs> um,
1: what's the, you're going to go on that, like, uh, biggest loser show for your no, career path? No, I'm an
0: athlete, Mila
1: yeah so you could win
0: oh there we go there we go well i don't i think it's you have to train really hard like okay. you want to go in as fat as possible and then go down to <laughs> as much as possible i don't i'm not that fat
1: yeah that's yeah they're much fatter than you
0: there's um i just Ryan with my coach that'd be the funniest <laughs> bit
1: <laughs> you guys should do like a,
0: a youtube a video yeah, yeah where he's your coach like, come on fat ass i'm like sweating in this like sauna <laughs> like Joe Rogan is loudly playing in the sauna, <laughs> but, oh
1: my God, yeah, there we go, perfect well so uh, uh Rob Ford was um our oh, but I had a, a,
0: something else to say, okay, okay, yeah, 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 you came in so considered like a study whether u b i would help poor people, and like I think it would, I think giving them money would mm-hmm
1: yeah well that's what that's what the study was, was saying you need to do the
0: studies though
1: i think we should definitely just give them the money
0: <laughs> well i think the things you'd want to study for is like how it affects second third fourth generations and mm-hmm. you can't really study i don't that's use, true uh, science that much
1: yeah science yeah.
0: only goes so far
1: <laughs> science is fake just kidding um
0: it's just a little bit fake
1: <laughs> ryan's not here to be triggered by that so
0: well i mean this religious defense of science anyways yeah
1: <laughs> um yeah so so yeah that's that's basically news for canada um justin trudeau please give me money um i would love some thank you i've been looking for a new apartments near my school and it's like insane it'll be like a two thousand dollar basement suite and they'll
0: be like you're not allowed to cook Yeah, you told me that. That's so funny. And I was
1: thinking, like, okay, guess I'll die.
0: So they imagine, like, a literal, like, probably exchange student ordering Uber Eats, like, three times a day?
1: Yeah, and it's, like, who has money to order Uber Eats if you're paying $2,000 a month for rent?
0: Like, I'm just, like,
1: who who can afford these places?
0: Uh, Immigrants. (laughs) depends which which ones (laughs) poor immigrants yeah no um (laughs)
1: there's like a family of 12 in this like basement (laughs) suite
0: there's some crazy living conditions popping up all over montreal like tons of people living like in living rooms with like four other people because it's getting anyways it's interesting
1: yeah that's whack
0: that's not good i mean it's like it's kind of cultural i don't want to like there's a certain Thir- certain uh culture that seems to do it a lot mm-hmm. and i interviewed for some positions but i didn't get the job <laughs> <laughs> I living in out. the living room it, well <laughs> you know what i'm getting at mm-hmm. help me out here mila
1: no yeah there are definitely people who like will live with their families and it'll be like eight to twelve but there's also
0: there are also ads that are like Indians only, like or something. Yeah. Or like, like, Indian boys or Indian girls. And it's yeah. And then there's like specific like regions of like India that say this one only and I'm oh like, Oh my wow. god, damn. But I mean imagine imagine some cultural homogeneity. Come home <laughs> after a long day. Like, you don't have yeah. to argue about Trump. <laughs> I
1: don't know. I prefer when I'm living in a culture I'm living in a culturally homogenous house right now and we still argue about everything, so
0: yeah. That's I don't true. know.
1: I think uh, even culture has like uh, non homogeneity within it. But but yeah, it's a very interesting.
0: Uh, what is the perfect uh, amount of diversity? That's what I'm trying to get at. Everybody let us know in this. Optimal <laughs> diversity for human thriving.
1: Um, yeah, I feel like there's just no answer for that. In the
0: context of capitalism,
1: <laughs> especially. Uh, <laughs> especially uh, in
0: the context. Yeah. Uh, I was making a joke to Mila. I've been reading like every like, I'll read like 25% of some academic thing every like week. And I've been noticing, let me just be honest, some of y'all are defaulting to ending paragraphs when you don't know how to like, especially in the context of capitalism. And I thought that was really funny of me to notice.
1: Yeah. um, I've noticed when I was a TA, when I graded papers I uh, not just with capitalism but with like a lot of different kinds of claims like depending on what kind of ideological group they belong to they would kind of assume that I would know what they're talking about and maybe I would know what they're talking about but like you can't not spell things out in an essay like you will lose marks for that um so they'll be like yeah well you know of course this and then like and, the, and I'm like I would always reply being like what do you mean of course this why is it a parent, whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
1: but yeah, it's definitely definitely a common uh, uh, weakness in a lot of uh, students' writing, and I always say this too because people say like academic writing is inaccessible, and I think that it's only inaccessible if the writer is a bad writer or if they're French, or maybe German as well.
0: Whoa, <laughs> are you making racist claims? Yeah. No. <laughs> or, no. Like, are you yes ESL? <laughs> Shocking.
1: I'm no. allowed to say that because French is my dad's second language.
0: Wait, are you saying ESL? Right? Are bad at English? Or are you saying no, those no? No. 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 Translations. Translations don't work
1: well? from French to English. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, I think a lot of people are like, like, they'll say stuff like. Uh, academic writing is inaccessible and usually when it's inaccessible it's because somebody doesn't know how like what they actually think or know how to articulate it well and so they use like very obscure language because I think they don't even know what they're trying to say Ooh, um
0: and imagine that
1: I mean that comes from my experience grading oh, yeah. no totally um,
0: I just mean imagine not knowing what you're trying to say
1: oh all the time
0: <laughs> yeah yeah definitely I, I we I wish we had a comment section.
1: I know. We have we have a Twitter now. Okay.
0: Are do people or, comment? I, I I like YouTube comments more than Twitter comments. I know that makes me alt right, but like
1: why yeah. would that make you alt right?
0: I feel it's, like there's all kinds of like psychos American. on YouTube. Yeah, but but like for I remember it it's I don't know, it was a joke but it was it was like a, a cultural piece of chess or something. Uh, I just hate Twitter. The tone.
1: Yeah, the tone is really bad.
0: Fucking tone.
1: So I think, I guess speaking of this, I can move on to the USA uh, controversy. It has to do with tone and Twitter. Uh, so Lebanese King Ralph Nader, uh, who some of you will know, he was a he was a Green Party candidate. Uh, like 20 years ago, uh, and people accused him of spoiling the election because he ran third party, uh, and so people accuse him of being the, the the reason why Bush got elected. Uh, so okay. a lot of, a lot of libs are not a fan. Okay. Uh, Nasim Talib's a big fan of him. He dedicated one of his books to him. Uh huh. Um, he, he dedicated it to Ralph Nader and uh, Ron Paul.
0: Okay.
1: Do, do this. <laughs> uh and so anyway, so so he wrote a letter to AOC. Um and it was like, you know, he was just saying like what he thinks that she should do and he gives her some like political suggestions and whatever. Um and Twitter like freaked out at him and people were like wow like you think that you're entitled to a, i
0: why did i pretend i didn't know a
1: poc woman's <laughs> time how so
0: funny that aoc and poc are so snappily like it's almost a rhyme or something
1: yeah yeah yeah, My
0: yeah. with your poc
1: so so there's a someone a popular feminist academic kate mann tweeted, It doesn't even occur to old white men like Ralph Nader that young women of color like AOC don't owe them an audience. And so I commented Lebanese erasure because he's not just an old white man. Is that how you pronounce that
0: word? Isn't it erasure? I thought it was erasure. That sounds it's like is there like a fancy way of saying absurd as absurd? I say absurd okay okay
1: i don't know whatever language is fake i'm
0: super tired
1: um but but yeah
0: everyone to unsubscribe and close it no okay listen up you (laughs) 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 asshole
1: we're
0: Uh, gonna talk about this we're gonna fix this next episode we're gonna fix all this
1: um anyway i'm seeing like a disturbing trend where we're seeing like these politicians, they're not being treated like public servants, even though they're public servants. Um, like it's it's actually extremely normal to write to a public servant, uh, giving them policy suggestions. That is like a very, uh, like you should be open to that if you are a public official. Uh, AOC didn't respond, so I'm not saying anything about her, but I just think like the backlash against that was just so outrageous and it was kind of similar to what we saw with like elizabeth warren when people accused her of lying and people were other people were saying wow you don't believe women um (laughs) and stuff like that and i'm like that their their sex or their base that doesn't uh take away from the fact that they're politicians they're not uh you know your mom um (laughs) like they're grown women they can handle criticism it's almost ironically sexist to be like oh, oh yeah Hungarian. remember that
0: bernie tweet about like throwing stew oh yeah <laughs> that's what it is. Tie into it. this like this like freudian psychodrama plays out across the politics of twitter
1: it really does and there was another similar thing where like because kamala harris just got the vp nomination
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: someone was saying, like, wow, finally we get a vice president that grew up eating curry and doll. And I'm like, they're not your mom.
0: <laughs> Wait, I, I can't figure. I, I've seen some, like, some, some conservative bait about this. But wasn't she, like, lauded as being, like, Asian and now she's black?
1: She's half, half. Yeah. Okay.
0: Like, okay. Um, she's but half. Did she grow up eating curry and doll?
1: apparently i don't mean who cares like whatever like it has yeah, nothing yeah. to do like the fact of the matter is she's she has a terrible record right like that's and and that, the fact i
0: don't what's her record i don't even know i'm just literally gonna trust you here
1: okay thanks for i sure don't do
0: that very me. often but i'm yeah. so tired and you're very smart go ahead
1: Aww. um so kamala was a prosecutor in uh, california um she was just known as being a very tough prosecutor um, but she would do some very cruel things, like she would deny uh, people's right to access DNA evidence that could potentially exonerate them. She was very what? concerned she's just very concerned with locking up as many people as possible. but I think one of the worst things she did was the and they're they're just talking about this on Joe Rogan like last week on the episode I told you to listen to um but she had this policy about truant children where if a kid skipped school uh they would put the mom in jail
0: oh um, my god
1: and i just think that's very cruel because i mean these are probably single mothers who yeah. like are we working. can't
0: control their like 16 year old six foot four son yeah
1: exactly. I mean, that's just, like the first, yeah. No, I'm sure there were cases like that and like she was making jokes about it to her audience and being like, haha, oh, I'm so tough on crime. Um, but like, you know, in an era where we're having so many conversations about the criminal justice system and how broken and expensive it is, it just seems like such a strange pick. Um, like, you know, maybe it's because she checks off the identity boxes, but that's what I'm saying. Like all these people's identities are used to obscure what they've actually done um like it doesn't matter like who cares what she eats for dinner or if she has her pronouns in her bio like you're locking up the single mothers like what are you doing are you really yeah
0: Yeah. no i dig jordan I'm, i'm actually looking for my trump supporter friend was also talking about what a strange pic she is She's a very strange pick. Um, maybe, maybe he just likes her. Maybe it's like kind of like a good. It's like a just a good faith, like good vibe. <laughs> like he just has a good sense of her.
1: You know what I'm getting at? I, like I have like, like a conspiracy. Pick, I have a conspiracy theory.
0: What she picked Yang, but yeah. Uh
1: oh! Did you see? There's a trend. Let Yang speak, because the Always. DNC wasn't going to let him speak at the Wait. convention.
0: Okay, why not?
1: Cause it was just all establishment, like hacks, uh, like Bill Clinton okay. and all those weirdos. They they're um, playing
0: right into his hands. Like they're maybe they're playing the long game for Yang twenty twenty four. They're like trying to they're setting up these like no he can't speak. I don't what, think the Dems will
1: back anyone what, with Yangs like Yangs. a redistributive program like Yang's.
0: Maybe but... maybe the world government has realized that a UBI is inevitable and a thousand bucks a month with this like nice guy is like the. The, the proper opiate for the time, but no, I'm just kidding. I don't. Oh, believe that at all.
1: well, so my conspiracy theory is I don't think that the Democrats actually want to win.
0: I figured out for. Oh, did you? I said that like a year ago. Okay, yeah. But everyone well. thought I was like racist or something. No, I, just yeah, kidding. Yeah, I don't
1: really see uh, that's why it's racist. I, I think it's it's it has to do with establishment politics, which
0: it keeps... seems like they don't want to win. I was trying to do, I'm not a reporter, I was trying to follow some money on the internet and I failed, but I was like, who, like, someone is getting paid when they don't win.
1: Yeah, I don't know, I I don't know about the payment stuff, I just think that they would rather tank the party than give it to, like, a non-establishment person, and I think that under Trump, like, their economic interests are still upheld, so they don't care about that. And then plus they can also virtue signal about the social issues that they care about uh, mm-hmm. as well. And so I think, you know, like they will, they still vote for all of Trump's bills. Like they're not really opposed to him in policy. They vote for the same. Uh, I mean, Kamala just signed on to the, uh, she opposed cutting the defense budget by 10%, the Pentagon mm-hmm. spending. So she's like on board with the, Republican militarisms, as is all, as are all the Democrats, mostly, for the most part. we cutting,
0: cutting spending.
1: No, she supported not cutting. So she voted against cutting, okay. cutting the Pentagon budget, which okay. uh, the Republicans also voted against as well. Um, and so, like, I think, mo- like most of the time, the Democratic establishment votes with the Republican Party. So for them, like the Republicans being in power. Doesn't really have a material impact on their lives. It's more and and then plus, they get to position themselves as like this, these anti-Trump, uh, este- like establishment victims. heroes. Yeah, and victims at the same time. Like they're seen as like heroic. They sell merchandise that makes fun of how Trump speaks. Like it makes them feel smarter. Um, and and I I just think that they're not so much. They're not interested in. The presidency—they're interested in upholding the interests of the Democratic establishment, uh, which a candidate like Bernie or Yang uh, might might have threatened. Um, And so I think you know that's why they keep sabotaging themselves because who who likes Biden? Like I've never met someone that's been like, yeah, I'm excited for this man.
0: I think my mom like watches CNN every night and like clucks her tongue and like I like that Chris Cuomo guy. Like she's very it's just a different sense of yeah maybe maybe it's have. like a boomer so, like she, she doesn't know and and she knows that he's like a white dude but who's I, i'm being so unfair to my mom right now she's like so smart mm-hmm. but like i'm kind of characterizing a whole generation but like if you don't know if you're not on the internet maybe you think of biden as like the friendly guy next to obama
1: yeah on the right side of
0: history kind of thing
1: no that's true i think that is definitely a thing it was funny because there's a the story that i was listening to on uh, the useful idiots podcast uh and they were talking about how someone was putting trump stickers on a live bear and the bear was like and obviously like animal rights activists were like you can't put stickers (laughs) on a bear but they were saying like you know no one would do that for biden like, no yeah, one would, like, yeah, risk, yeah. like, like the people are so much more passionate about Trump than Biden when it comes to loving and hating them. Like, nobody passionately loves or hates Biden. Um,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: And, and so they were joking and being like, yeah, if someone puts a Biden sticker on a bear, maybe I'll vote for
0: him. <laughs> yeah.
1: But, yeah, he doesn't get anyone excited. Um, and, I mean, I know it's funny that I say that because I was just bitching about how like people try to treat politicians like like they're these like mom figures that they have to love and whatever um
0: but someone i think jordan i uh pointed out that well i have to believe his name but uh that trump doesn't want to debate biden and biden's team doesn't want him to debate trump so you might have this absolutely insane scenario where the two presidential candidates don't debate
1: I think that might happen. That's yeah. That's so
0: insane.
1: But I I
0: don't think debates are a very good way no, but, of but not a single like the suspicion is that there's two senile old men and <laughs> pff, so it's not the, the illusion isn't broken they don't debate. Yeah. it's like so insane.
1: No, I know. I think that uh I mean I think honestly debates are just theater. Um It's
0: more debates. Debates like on a podcast format are like valuable, but they are a a television with commercials is like ridiculous.
1: Well, yeah, and then where whoever hosts the debate is going to decide like who wins, right? Like if it's by CNN, (laughs) then Biden's going to win. If it's by Fox, then Trump's going to win. Like it's it's never really about (laughs) learning about policies or discovering the truth about anything. It's just a. It's very. It's it's a spectacle. Uh mm-hmm. there there's a book by Jeffrey Green uh called The Eyes of the People, and he talks about this and like how it would be better to catch politicians off guard than to debate them. And I just pictured like Eric Andre doing all these like presidential <laughs>
0: <laughs> interviews. I'm trying to think I've said some shit off guard that like I shouldn't have said. Yeah. Me,
1: well, <laughs> I, I think what he suggested is First of all, you don't tell them the debate questions ahead of time. Uh-huh. And second of all, you allow the debaters to cross-examine each other like you would in like a court. Yeah. Um and I feel and he said that would take away like the theatrics and like not really the theatrics but like the it would make them more like on the spot and it would actually test them.
0: Yeah. I think uh-huh. the next generation will make like really good YouTube videos. <laughs> Honestly, I think the potential the way like just to look at, like, hey, thanks for tuning into my YouTube channel. I have something really important that I want to say. Like, meaningful eye contact into a camera, mm-hmm. like, low quality. It seems so authentic.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think that's yeah. an untapped...
1: Yeah. It's possible. It's entirely possible. <laughs> yeah. I I, I don't know. This It looks like this is going to be, like, the dumbest election. Um... And i just even like this whole like thing about you know now if you you can't like you can't tell a politician like what you think they should do without seeming like
0: oh, how dare you um hoping some oppression,
1: yeah, and I'm like these people hold power over the entire country, they're not oppressed like they're yeah. uh, like when you're in office when you're a politician you hold power over everyone you're not like like some guy who's not in power that's writing a letter to you does not hold power over you mm-hmm. um and I think this is a huge like uh, this is just a, a very silly trend that I've been seeing um and yeah I just I I, I find it very silly
0: I'm so uh, glad you see it like that
1: I think most people do. Like when I saw the yeah, backlash keep, to this, I guess yeah, we keep we're broken records. We well, no,
0: we keep saying like everyone is sees this and they do, but and then everyone agrees that everyone should do something, mm-hmm. and then. But it's, it's like, what can you do? do?
1: Like I like I I make fun of them on Twitter, and
0: like, <laughs> yeah, I know I bowed out of that recently because it it's not fun or healthy
1: yeah it's probably not healthy i i mean i think you know no, no,
0: i would know i was like pretty like doing the two points like what can you do the two sides these, i don't write to i don't know Who i mean i think a
1: lot of people like came out in support of natter and i think that's like that's mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. um and some of the people like kate mann those tweets i read she deleted them um so i mean i guess like there was enough pushback. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, I just was very annoyed by it because I don't think it's good to build a culture where like politicians are these like celeb friends that like you can't be critical of. I think it's their job. It's like literally their job to listen to you. Um, And like that is what Natter was, you know, Everyone's like, he, she's, you're not entitled to have her listen to you. And I'm like, he literally is entitled because he yeah. lives under her laws. Yeah, uh, well. You and I are entitled to have Trudeau listen to us.
0: Listen, Trudeau.
1: He probably won't.
0: I know you're a big fan. <laughs> give us money. <laughs> give us a little extra. Syrup.
1: Give us a, you know. Just I'll make a, a shell account.
0: and. Came I'll make around.
1: it worth your while. <laughs> <laughs> Uh <laughs> yeah, oh god. Uh yeah, so so yeah, that's that's America. America update. Uh internationally, there's also a historic peace deal between Israel and the U- UAE this week, the United Arab Emirates. Nice. Everyone's mad. Wait. <laughs> and I was like, why are you guys surprised that there's a, like all these like Gulf
0: countries are just the Muslim versions of Israel? Wait, but why? Peace sounds good.
1: Yeah, I think people are just mad because like it's like a betrayal of the Palestinians. Okay. But I I don't think these guys were like on Palestine's side to begin with. So
0: I'm just. Is kinda, there a way to like play ball but also help the Palestinian cause?
1: I don't know, cause like there's what's called the an anti-normalization effort. Um. So basically yeah. they're saying like this government is abnormal um, and we shouldn't have diplomatic relations with it because that would make it seem like it's normal. Um, right,
0: right. Is and that your, Is that the tact that you suggest?
1: Well, I don't really know how to feel about that because I mean, there's a lot of governments that I don't think should be normalized, but I do think like diplomacy is preferable to war. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that, like, diplomacy between the UAE and Israel is really going to be something that's, like, consequential, because I don't mm-hmm. think they've ever been supportive of Palestine anyway, and I don't think they would be a good ally either, because just like Israel, they have a privileged religious class uh, while subordinating other citizens. So I, I think, like, they are kind of on the same page already. So that's why I was saying to people, like, why are you guys surprised that, like, another wacky religious government rec- recognized another wacky religious government? Like it seems like real recognize real. Um, that's what I was saying.
0: Are you hearing all this crackling?
1: A little bit, yeah. Is that another bug?
0: It's crunchy. <laughs> no, the crackling? It's like a computer thing. Oh. You were hearing this? like genuine crackling like a leaf or something? Uh, it happens when you speak. Oh, okay. It's just like weird shit.
1: Guys, we're having technical technical. Oh, it's gone difficulty. now. Holy shit. I was also today. I just heard this story. Again, it was on Useful Idiots and they were talking about this guy who grew a penis on his arm.
0: Uh, (laughs) i have to read about this you know clit enlargement is like a big thing right now really uh yeah i was reading some stuff on reddit like some women's clits are so small that they can't even like pleasure themselves and so that's one of the main benefits of enlarging your clit with like topical testosterone and then some chicks just like like a big old three inch pretty much cock it's very strange. I'm trying not to judge what be like. They're yeah, like, yeah, "Go check out uh, our clit engorgement. Like you should find it pretty quickly if you google that stuff." Should I google? It? I don't know.
1: So, I it was funny because as you were saying that the sound got weird. <laughs> and FDLH. they're like, "No, you can't talk about that.
0: We cannot empower women with topical testosterone for more accessible orgasms." <laughs> Uh, if we want to get, like, a clit engorger a on, feel free to hit us up.
1: Oh, my God. You can, like,
0: make me feel uncomfortable describing how empowering it is.
1: Oh, this guy had one
0: that built on his arm. Built? Oh, yeah, my like God. Seems like, he, cocks.
1: seems like he deliberately was like,
0: yeah. Well, he got it. How much can you grow, like, a cock? Because some of the clit growth is pretty phenomenal, but, like, is it functional? Does it get erect when he's sexually aroused?
1: It reminds me of like, those things that you used to put in the water and it would grow. Uh,
0: <laughs> what? Like sea monkeys or something? Uh,
1: uh, you know those like spongy things?
0: Yeah, I think so. But wait, I've never thought about, so like arousal uh, in a male in the, the subsequently engorged member, uh, is it because of concentrated blood flow to the area or is it just like a, a Uh, a chemical hormonal like um, heat state that your body has so if like your penis was anywhere and you were sexually aroused it would it would erect itself
1: yeah I honestly don't I don't know why he grew it on his arm (laughs) he called the doctor penis master (laughs) imagine having that title
0: sounds like a joke what's his name
1: uh the doctor or the guy the The guy (laughs) malcolm mcdonald and what's really funny is that in the picture of him with his arm like they blurred out the penis on the arm (laughs) the way they do
0: wait what the fuck when i saw my penis go black now there's a racial element i was beside myself it was like a horror film this is the independent oh but i'm not subscribed okay so there was a infection and then he got
1: guys this is (laughs) whack
0: i'm so scared of the future because like i've dialed in my like exact ethical and political philosophy for like the 20th century and now there's like this that I'm just like so baffled by I'm like this feels kind of wrong but I don't (laughs) want to shame anybody (laughs) and that's like my instinct towards everything so I just feel so old at 25
1: (laughs) I don't think you're gonna like
0: you want to meet my like sex doll clone she's like has the body of a 14 year old but don't worry she's 20 years old and they'll be like no this is not right and they're like she fully consents she lives a wonderful life and i'm gonna be like but are you sure this is right and i'm gonna be like stop being such a fucking crude
1: oh god that's not gonna be good I don't, I'm not a fan of
0: that. <laughs> and when Elon Musk makes cat girls. <laughs> Did you see that whole like thing? It's just a meme, but. Oh, okay. He's not actually uh,
1: going to make cat girls.
0: That's super Roy um, like Grimes. Elon Musk has like a furry factory. Oh, man. <laughs> Batteries. Yeah, right.
1: Oh, my God. And they're like a. Uh, it's like you, you buy a Tesla and you get a free cat girl or something.
0: Uh, sounds like a good deal. Um, <laughs> but there's going to be, like, people are going to do some crazy shit to themselves. And, like, maybe people, like, super rich private people are already doing super fucked up shit to clones in basements right as we speak.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we never know. <sighs>
0: Oh, There's man. a Vinnie
1: Paz song where he says that uh, Obama was uh, cloned in a test tube. <laughs> was he
0: serious? It's <laughs>
1: like, you wouldn't want to put it in a tube. <laughs> was he serious? <laughs> he sounded really serious in the song. Obama
0: was cloned in a test tube.
1: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I think he says, like, they cloned Barack Hussein Obama in a test <laughs> tube.
0: <laughs> I love that, Hussein. What if Jesus made, God sends Jesus down, but decides to make him in a test tube?
1: <laughs> that'd, be such a good, <laughs> that'd
0: be such a good, like, plot premise for, like, a fiction. What, where Jesus
1: like, comes down in a test tube?
0: Yeah, wouldn't it be fitting? And but then I... he, he, like, humanizes his captors. He's like, this is not right. And they're <laughs> like, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> but... <laughs> But also, also, I was talking to one of our friends, and he talked about if Jesus was trying to be homeless, and people like, "Wow, that's so cool! Let's get you your own show." He's like, "No, I'm trying to be homeless." (laughs) Uh.
1: Yeah, there is. I I remember like talking with my mom about Jesus, and she said that if he came back again, people would reject him again. And I thought, wow, that's deep. Hmm.
0: What if they rejected him so much, though, that he never got, like, any recognition? Like, he was literally just, like, a nobody. Damn.
1: You'd <laughs> be so like, you come back. <laughs> you know what you're...
0: Weird thoughts, like, dude. <laughs> what, I mean, weird Jesus.
1: Well, I was thinking of that Shia LaBeouf- with the paper bag that says I'm not famous anymore. I am
0: not Jesus.
1: <laughs> Imagine him walking around with a paper bag that says I am not famous anymore.
0: <laughs> Keep your eyes peeled, ladies and gentlemen. It'd be funny to see like Jesus played by like Seth Rogen. It's like a stoner. It's like, you guys, I think I'm Jesus. Like, what? <laughs> You're not Jesus.
1: But it's like, it's the like the classic no, Seth Rogen laugh. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah i want to get him on the pod
0: (laughs) tomorrow right
1: seth oh yeah yeah everyone tweet at him and and andrew yang i dm'd him and he still hasn't uh hasn't let
0: yang speak let yang speak on on the unacceptable podcast i'm so curious how that would go i think i would be on my like I'm usually kind of like eat out of our guests hands because I'm tired and I don't know what they're talking like I I literally don't know the subject matter even if I have like political convictions that like trigger me I'm like okay fine but like with Andrew I feel like I'd be so like sweetly behaved and be like mm-hmm, yeah keep going Andrew like it would be weird but Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whoa don't make it explicitly weird
1: I watched
0: watched an anime kind of about a foot fetish called Garden of the Worlds. It's like this – you're going to – the synopsis sounds way more fucked than it is, and it, like, almost has me defending pedophilia. No, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. (laughs) I'm very concerned. (laughs) Don't be. Don't be. I I said it in as inflammatory language as I could. But So there's this this 15-year-old guy who, like, skips school to go, like, draw – pictures of shoes because he wants to be a shoemaker <laughs> and there's this teacher who's 27 who also goes there to drink beer and eat chocolate because people were spreading nasty rumors about her um and they like develop like sort of a romantic thing but that it's not physical but like it's very clear that something <laughs> something real is going like something like not quite right and he actually calls her out on it later in the film but like
1: um
0: to synopsize the film is really funny because it's kind of a film about like uh like an evil non-consensual almost romance and like a foot fetish but it's a beautiful film
1: wow well uh maybe (sighs) i'll check it out (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know I, I i still have to uh I, I feel like i've been really behind in watching stuff on your anime <laughs> not just anime but like well story. you're always
0: like i'm reading books and i'm like i watched an anime about foot fetishes and <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> i just finished rereading the autobiography of malcolm x and he seemed way more problematic this time
0: <laughs> <laughs> i've heard that's good though um should we should we just go in full meta here and like be honest about what we're doing? Oh fuck, it's another carpet bug. But um what are we doing? Like what does this podcast mean? What does it all mean? Honestly though. I don't know, let us know in the comments. <laughs> I mean, someone like like what how problematic is what I said? About what? About like I I made that like claim about defending like pedophilia, but like that's not really what I was doing.
1: I think that's fine. I don't know. Like I wouldn't defend like I'm not pro pedophilia, but I don't think like you you are either. I don't know.
0: <laughs> no, I'm not, but like sometimes what? life sometimes life is messy. <laughs> like clearly there's there they have a sort of like romantic thing. And obviously it's totally more threatening if the man is older.
1: Yeah, I think it's like I'm so desensitized to it because so you many like or just like defenses of it because so many political theorists weirdos have like defended it. Like Foucault what did they say and like,
0: But wasn't he uh, literally like into f- like having sex with thirteen year olds? Yeah, I think so. I don't I'm know. Are trying to like be morally better than him? Because I don't do that. Don't <laughs> oh, do <dude>, that. <laughs> um. I think Polio wanted to
1: lower it, uh, or maybe even abolish it. I don't know, but she, like her argument was like you're basically her. Mature. Yeah. Mature? Uh, at what age? She's a feminist theorist, uh, and she argues that like feminist? girls. Are, yeah, and she argues that like girls are mature enough at like fourteen to consent to sex
0: or something like that. Whoa! Um, How? Well, when did she write this? Like, it's not like we're gonna see, like, that spoken in 2021, really, probably. Maybe I'll Like, you know what I think? Now. You know what, Hill? I'm gonna... Die. Wait, is this recent work, or I feel like this is, like, 1985 or something?
1: Yeah, it's definitely, like, 80s or 90s. It's,
0: uh, it's, there's a person saying something like that in 2021. That is a fascinatingly weird and brave individual that I would want to talk to.
1: Yeah, it's... I don't know. Like, she's, like she has a, a book that recently came out, and I think it still maintains the views
0: uh
1: yeah okay so she supported making it in 1994 she supported making the legal age 14 and uh she says for
0: women or for men and women
1: uh, everyone and she says uh uh i failed to see what is wrong with erotic fondling at any age
0: (laughs) i mean at any age well any age is any age I mean, I don't know. Like seven and nine. Um, leave a like, comment. <laughs> I yeah, well, I mean, no one I guess about these things. There's like some libertine, had, like sexual experiences, like pre, like thirteen, which is like I didn't have. I mean, unless I've repressed them.
1: Yeah, I think like you're probably like when you're young, I feel like you're too dumb to handle the uh, consequences of mm-hmm. sex. I think, like, maybe gay sex might be different because it's, like, you can't get pregnant, but you can still get, like, because Camila Paglia is a lesbian. Okay. So, so maybe for her, it's just kind of like, well, you can't get pregnant anyway. Um, but there's... Yeah, I mean, I guess you could stretch it and make, like, a feminist case for it, like a Foucaultian or Paglia kind of feminist case where it's, like... uh. How dare you think that women, or that like uh, women can't are not intellectually developed enough?
0: Well, I, th- I I made this weird assumption that she assumed women were more m- mature at fourteen than guys were, mm. but that's not what. Okay.
1: No, I, it's more just like she's very like libertine, you know, like uh, everything should be legal.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Legalize everything tour. <laughs> uh,
0: what a weird we- turn this podcast took.
1: I know we like have lowered the brow of the discourse.
0: I don't. Well, people think about this stuff all the time. But That's true. That's
1: true. Yeah, we're talking. We're taking it where we're- you guys don't want to take it.
0: <laughs> don't blame us for your own darkness that you project <laughs> onto us. Darkness in me sees the darkness in you. So me <laughs> i was trying to remember that quote for a long time recently i don't you wish you were smarter yeah like i listen like to all it the right time now and i'm like what the fuck Ken? you're supposed to be clever you're supposed to be clever like your heroes
1: oh vulnerable podcast <laughs> <in a way. laughs>
0: but so should we conclude what let's one more topic of discussion um, Nobody's um, listening, right? Please, nobody be listening.
1: Mods are asleep.
0: <laughs> uh, no, let's uh, uh, talk about the age of consent. Uh, so
1: there's apparently talk of pardoning Edward Snowden.
0: That feels so like that's cool, irrelevant. I don't know. Good for Trump. I think
1: that's good. I think yeah. he should be pardoned. I don't. Edward Snowden did nothing wrong. Um. We'd it'd be funny if they pardon
0: him just to like tie him into this epstein thing pardon oh. him he comes back they get him to like testify well
1: what would know. he have i don't to know do I don't just
0: because we were talking about like pedophile leah
1: oh god pedophile leah
0: those those computer guys i don't trust him no <laughs> <laughs> He
1: he has a strange life he's like in a cabin in russia or something
0: his his oh my god his appearance on Rogan was like the best asthma I've ever heard. It was like he has this concerned storytelling kind of cadence, and and you know I was very interested in what the consequences of that would be. It was brilliant.
1: I love it. Yeah, he's he's. Uh, I I saw him speak, in well he was on video, but I I went to uh, Liberty Con in twenty fifteen.
0: Uh-oh, sounds like trouble.
1: It was, it was. Was tr- the goat it was really guy funny. there?
0: Was there the guy who was, like, pro-fucking-goats?
1: Oh, no, that was Freedom Week.
0: Freedom Week, Liberty Con, <laughs> who can keep track? Same
1: thing. Freedom Week's, like, the Canadian version. Um, but, yeah, I went to Liberty Con. Just thought, you know, it'd be fun to see what everyone's talking about. And, uh.
0: Yeah. No. And,
1: uh. It was, I got to see Ron Paul speak, which was like a childhood, I mean, I'm no longer huge on him, but, you know, as a teen, I was like, teenage me would want to see this. So I went, and his speech was Mm -hmm. really under-impressive, but uh, it was like, if you want to drink raw milk and smoke raw marijuana, you ought to be able to. I'm with
0: it. I'm still with it. (laughs) (laughs) Raw
1: marijuana. Um... But, yeah, and so, so I went to uh, – I forgot what I was saying, that I went to Liberty Con. What were, what were we talking Oh, Snowden, yeah. And then Snowden gave a talk there, and I was, I was like, so excited. I was, like, wow, this really? guy. Yeah. I was, like, very into Snowden and uh, Manning and Assange.
0: You know, Snowden is the name of a town in Undertale, the uh, hit. Indie RPG.
1: Oh, is it a so, uh, pro liberty town? Well,
0: That's a funny question, actually. Sure. That would be really cool if they did that, but no, it's just a really snowy town.
1: Yeah, I had a prof that looked exactly, exactly like Snowden, and oh, he yeah. like
0: he <laughs> he uh. I'll he like, leak your file, baby. <laughs> he I
1: don't he know. put a he put a a picture of himself and Snowden side by side with like his ear looks different and he was like dear like government officials like I am not Edward Snowden uh look at this difference in our ears
0: <laughs> and then everyone clapped yeah please, please clap. it, it, <laughs> how how far have we gone should we just do like a seven hour podcast
1: <laughs> no we okay. should do um, a live one when the oh. DNC is on, and do like a live commentary of the okay. DNC. Hashtag let Yang speak. Um,
0: <laughs> what is what is the D? I don't. What is the DNC doing?
1: The they have like their uh what do you call it convention?
0: Oh my god, that's like, like it's a far. It's a literal farce. <laughs> it's it's like literally like we lose now and yeah
1: yeah well we should watch it live and do a, a live vid i'll
0: probably be back in vancouver at that point so that can it's be like fun. tomorrow
1: but yeah oh fuck but yeah guys stay tuned maybe we'll do it
0: um please subscribe to the patreon before i get cancelled and shot
1: don't worry, I don't. I that's not. See, gonna
0: like, happen. like, listen to how fucking stupid and tired I sound right now. Is this like ethical to be
1: podcasting? <laughs> Am I being unethical by? Are,
0: are you platforming me? I don't know. <laughs> are you like strawmanning the conservative position? <laughs> ah, okay.
1: We just spent this time talking shit about the DNC and the libs, so I don't know.
0: No, I'm joking, but imagine like your whole thing was this is, like straw man for like even the most reasonable of privileged conservatives when- you re- I don't know anyways, conspiracy theory no, uh, should we sign off with a a flourish yeah, please love me, I mean well i spoke I spoke poorly, maybe I don't know what I said even. But I I talked about I was just talking about an anime. It's a beautiful cultural heritage of a beautiful land called Japan. I was trying to be funny and describe it well in a humorous way. But I was heavy-handed. That's per usual. Look, I'm autistic. Okay, it's, it's I'm fine. I think it's slightly autistic. Um, the perfect amount. <laughs> uh, some would say. Are you culturally appropriating autism, No, this is I'm I'm. <laughs>
1: I'm just messing with you, don't
0: No, this is my people. Uh, are you autistic, Mila? No, I don't think so. No one's you're, ever said that I was. So. I think you're, like, prime candidate for, like, misdiagnosis by, like, a um, psychologist who doesn't like you. Like, relatively disagreeable, like, introverted, kind of INTJ female. Like, mm, she's kind of, a don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, And with that, we love you all. Okay, we're gonna sign
1: off. Bye, everyone.